Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Yo, What the Hell, uh, what is now a bi-weekly, at least for the foreseeable future, podcast where two friends get together and talk about things that they have found interesting. Uh, it, it is a smorgasbord, if you will, of content. I guess that is what we're going for. Uh, and once again, I am your co-host. I am Dimitri this week, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host. I'm Jim, you know. A good solid Anglo name, not a dirty Slavic name, sir. <laughs> How dare you? I will get in my tracksuit and I will fucking squat. <laughs> and you'll just have to fucking watch me, bro. Oh, I'll, I'll sip at you with, you know, gin. And I'm sure I, I know I have a top hat somewhere around here. And uh, some, I'll find some other English shit. <laughs> Touche. Touche. But yeah, we are uh we are back. Um it's nice. We uh had that fun interview with Stephen Walden last time. Uh he's he's good people. That was a fun one. Like I really enjoyed enjoyed that. We we always somehow seem to line up really interesting interviews and I'm surprised every time they go off about many hitches. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, me too. Me too. It was definitely fun. And uh, thanks again for him coming on. And uh, yeah, no, that was real cool. And, uh, you know, we were going to do a really depressing topic that was in the works for this week. But we said, and by we, I mean, I said, nah, <laughs> let's not. So, yeah, we were going to talk about uh, the graphic novel Mouse and the Holocaust, uh, which, who boy, there's, oh, there's a oh. lot there. Yeah, and it's even it's it's a bit more specific than just that though. It's it's a bit more focused than the Holocaust. Um, we'll probably be coming next time discussing just concentration camps mostly. <laughs> so like the horrible dark eye of the center storm of the Holocaust. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. No, but it's interesting as hell. Like it's a really bizarrely fascinating topic and like i've been doing i've been looking at it without books i would like to now in the future get some books just for the shit pure edification of it but holy shit it's a topic <laughs> yeah no for real uh speaking of books i want to go up to full circle books because they look real cool Oh, yeah, we should go next weekend. I need to go anyway. There's a few things. I need to order some things. Um, there's a few Christmas presents I need to get from there. And yeah. I haven't been in a while. I'd be down. I mean, really, like, all I have is D&D. So, after D&D, yeah. &D, I'm free. Yeah, yeah, we know we should totally go. It's, it's a quick drive. Um... It's right up there off a of pin um, by the mall, so easy to get to. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, let's uh, let's let's do some catching up, bud. What's going on with you? I know I just saw you yesterday. Yeah, like a grand total of half an hour. Yeah, you know, everybody showed up at an unopportune time for me. We we really had to. Uh, 
I had to go my way and go to the house and move some hay, which was fun. Just hay things, and then I ate food and sat around for a while because I'm lazy and didn't want to drive back. Did you see uh, moo cows? Oh, I saw moo cows. I got aggressively stared at by moo cows, and one snorted at me. And yeah, they were just big, hungry cowboys, cows. <laughs> I guess they're all cowgirls, not boys, but you know, tomato, tomato, I guess, with cattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But man, yeah, no, it was uh, poor timing on my part showing up. Yeah, but, you know, otherwise, it, it, it's been good outside of that. I was like, I've just been reading a lot. I'm reading a lot, actually. I finished like three or four books this week. Um, I finished Pullman's or Pullman's book he put out last, uh, Continuing the Adventures of Lyra from the Golden Compass. That's I, I need to read that one. Oh yeah, the dust books are really good. Like they are. I just finished the second one of it, and the third one was supposed to be coming out. I don't know. It doesn't have an t- exact definite release yet, but it should be soon. And it's it's it was pretty good. Like I really liked it. It's a lot darker than his original series, though. So that's that's something sometimes. I mean, the original series was already fairly dark. Yeah, it was fairly dark, but it's a lot more, like, religious and fashy. That's true. And these second two so far, like, whew, whew. And it's really interesting, too, because he's exploring more philosophical questions about, like, I think self-loathing through um, Lyra and Pan. And so that's kind of A fun exploration and topic. Like, and I think self-loathing is the proper way to say how he's exploring the two characters together. Interesting. Yeah, no, I need to read that. And since we're, since you've been reading Mouse, I want to reread that, but, man. Man, it is pretty rough. Like, um, so I started reading it at work, and then I decided, I don't know if I want to read, bring this to work. Like, I don't think I'm going to cry, but I definitely don't want to cry in front of people at work. So we're not going to even make that an option. And it's it's pretty rough. Yeah, because I read it in, like, high school, like, early, late middle school, early high school. And, like, yeah, it was pretty rough then. And I can't imagine now, you know what, 20 years later? Yeah, it, um... It's something. It definitely makes me question a lot of things, too. Like, not only A, about people, but, like, B, about um, the society in general and the aftermath of the war. And, like, we'll have to talk about this next time, but, like, I'm just going to put the question out there first. Like, I don't know if we adequately punished the Germans Like, I don't know if you could have adequately punished a people, no. but I just no. don't know. Well, no, I don't think we did either in the sense that, like, we brought a whole lot of their scientists over to help with our rocket program. And the same thing with uh, Unit 731 in Japan. 
Like we used a lot of their research for like vaccines and it's just like, yeah, we nuked Japan, but like there were civilian casualties as well as military casualties. And like when it comes to punishing the Germans, like how much can you like, yeah, your average, like fuck all Germans probably not going to be super thrilled with the Nazis, but like how much punishment do you put on, on like them versus like the people who were directly involved? Like, yeah, some of them got fucking hung at Nuremberg, but, and, like, still today, like, some guards are getting, you know, caught up in stuff, which, you know, good, because fuck them, they're Nazis. I know, but, like, we also did stuff like, you know, just let people who are part of the party eventually get back into politics if they just signed a few affidavits and said, I did some bad things, and... All right, go back to being the mayor. Yeah, no, that's true. It's, uh... I don't know. I just wonder if the same... We I wonder if with Germany, just like um, the American South, if we didn't hang enough Nazis and Confederates. Like... <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> everything was destroyed and it was bad and and but on the other hand also, you guys did a really, really bad thing. Like you did something so bad I don't know how to quantify how bad it is. <laughs> exactly. And there's thoughts that I have on this that I really necessarily don't want to put on audio recording. Um <laughs> just just because uh you know Oh, I know. They're Whoa. they're firmly anti-Confederate and Nazi, just for the record. <laughs> well, I man, yeah, it's something. We'll definitely talk because talk about it next time because I have done a lot of um, personal research and now becoming this research into punishment of what actually occurred and what we did in some places that we'll talk about next week. That's or next recording that's pretty pretty interesting like it's very some of the reactions and some of the things that were done and weren't done are astounding <laughs> oh definitely definitely it's uh pretty fucking gnarly extremely gnarly um otherwise yeah i've been looking for a cat and that's something so we're see, we're meeting a kitten tomorrow we were supposed to go we were going to go look at cats today but this this kitten we wanted to go see um he became re became available. Like they said, someone was already going to see him, but he popped back up today, and we got who is it? it? Bubbles, Bubbles the cat. Bubbles. Oh fuck yeah! And he's gonna, he's probably the smartest cat in the trailer park. Probably. So we're gonna go see him tomorrow at like one or two. I think one. I think I think I gotta wake up early for it. That's so pretty stoked about. Meeting Bubs the cat. Maybe he'll come home. He'll probably get a name change. I don't think um, Calabasita likes the name Bubbles. So I don't think she's going to appreciate me making trailer park joke <laughs> jokes at him all the time. So, or or you could go the other route and do just the wire. Uh, yeah, I guess I could, but I haven't seen all of that, so I'm not, a, and I'm not as like invested in that as. You know, Ricky and the boys. 
Touche. Touche. But yeah, cats are good. Get Alice a friend. Yeah, she needs a friend. They can run around and be cat friends together and ruin our house slowly. Or be cat enemies. And ruin our <laughs> house fast. <laughs> I hope not. I think they'll probably, as, little, as kittens, they'll probably just dislike each other for like a day. And even that's questionable. That's very true. Kittens are weird. Kittens are kittens, man. They do kitten shit. I know. They're, they're just little cat, cat kids, and they decide, oh, I'm your friend after a butt sniffing or something. Exactly. All right. Well, what did you do? How was your week? What have you been doing, buddy? Man, fucking homework. But this weekend was dope because I had <clears throat> nothing. I had no homework. I didn't have fucking D&D to run. So I literally <laughs> just, like, smoked weed and played video games and, like, didn't have any, like, guilty conscience about, no, man, I haven't done this homework. No, I got that shit done. And uh, that's been cool. That's been cool. I mean, like I said, I got to see you. Got to see uh, our esteemed producer, uh, Mr. Toasty Sama. And uh, and then I got to see uh, Mr. Mr. Canto Bite and uh, our old pal Wizardmon uh, as well. Two previous guests. Yep. So that was dope. Uh, and then, then I got to see your fucking face and La Calabacita for like 10 minutes. But oh, yeah, yeah how, like, what of a what? How oh how was going to oh you know South Norman and seeing Ricardo and friends? It was dope. I mean, I'm the one who drove, so that was interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, it was it was fine. Uh, you know, dropped off Canto Bite and Toasty Producer, and then they they went on their way. Uh, after we were done but yeah it was it was it was all right it was cool i hadn't seen her since fuck the before times definitely but like at least three years god yeah oh i just did ricardo oops i hadn't seen ricardo for three years yeah at least since like the before times uh but yeah again thanks ricardo i know we gave you a shout out last episode but you're still good people dog Usually. Sometimes you're a dick. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. You're, you're not a dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, just gearing up for the final push of the semester, man. Like, just trying to get that shit done. Trying to bring up my lowest grade, which is still fine, but I want it higher. Is it still a 90? It's a 91. Oh, Okay. Not to like brag or anything, but Are you just yeah, sucking your dick a little bit there. <laughs> just like a wee bit, and there's not much there to suck. So you know. Mmm. Chef's kisses. <laughs> yeah, that's really all I can do. Uh <laughs> but yeah, no, just try trying to finish the semester. Uh and you know, fight the evil dragon that is the big sad. <laughs> the big sad sucks not a fan zero out of ten fair enough fair enough but yeah no that's pretty much it nothing else really majorly noteworthy that i wanted to talk about 
trying to iron out more guests. But, you know, hey, that's an always changing thing. Oh, I know. It's hard. The only the only one I can ever, like, try to get my grubby hands on is Mr. Wayburn. But that man is so busy. And I get it. Because two jobs with two jobs and doing art is a lot of shit on his plate. So. Exactly. I mean. We can always try. Just go kidnap him. Jesus. Oh, gosh, that could, that probably couldn't work. He's wiry and fast. <laughs> That's true. That I imagine he'd slip out, like, you know, if you try to grab, like, washed carrots, and they just, like, slip out from you and be, like, bounce across the floor. I imagine it'd be like that. Or, like, trying to catch a ferret. Yeah. Like a really big <laughs> ferret person. <laughs> well, it makes me think of the Bob books, man. Those books were good and how they had those ferret people. The Pavilonians. Yeah. No, those are solid books. And I need to listen. I have them on audiobook. I need to listen to the newest one. But I'm trying to get caught up on the series first. Yeah, I need to read the newest one. But right now I'm, I'm on the last um, Star Wars Thrawn book that were put out in the 90s. And oh, it's really good. Like, those things are really good. Like, holy shit. Timothy Zahn, I think his name is, the writer. Um, he's really solid. Those books are definitely worth the discount price I got them for. Uh, and, man, it is, like, it is a shame that Disney didn't just, like, adapt those into, like, an animated thing or recast, like, their, like, whole stable because if they could have just recasted everybody and did those movies, they would have been fantastic and would have made infinitely more money than what they made with what they did, which, mm-hmm. you know, is, like, good, okay, and bad. Which is really interesting that they did three movies and they got all three <laughs> sectors of how you could rate a film good, okay, and bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. Star Wars kind of played out. Oh, I get it. I I kind of wish that our society would have a big um oh trek push because I feel like that could be better for us it's, as a people. <laughs> it's better. It's better. It's a better show. There, I said it. It's a, it's a better premise. I'll give you that. I I like the premise a lot more. I think I like the sandbox at Star Wars more than the sandbox at Star Trek. But the premise of Star Trek is infinitely more interesting, I think. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, we, we, as we discussed, we think next time we're going to be talking about Big Depression. So, before we do that, this time we're going to essentially wrap up a bunch of small, like, things and ideas that we thought were really interesting that can't really be expanded too much upon. <laughs> Because there's only so much there's that's there. I mean, sometimes that's all you got. And then there's like a couple of interesting news stories we're just going to blabber on about a bit in here, too. Because wowee world. Wow. Um, let's just, um, first, let's, let's just bullshit. Because I don't know as much as you, apparently, about what went down in Houston with the Stampede. Oh. So let's, yeah, so I mean, like... Everything I've seen is just like 
what I've seen on like Twitter and the Hip Hop Head subreddit. Um, but yeah, so for those who don't know, uh, like last I checked, eight people uh, died as a result of uh, the Astro World Festival in Houston. Um, yeah, rest in peace to all them. That's really just absolutely fucking terrifying. Uh, no one should die at a concert. Um, but yeah, like, uh, from what I've seen, uh, I mean, this is all speculation uh, on my part. Um, so don't come after me, lawyers. <laughs> uh, from what I've seen, like, uh, people were just, they rushed the venue. A lot of people snuck in. They over, you know, they were sold out on tickets. People rushed in, uh, overwhelmed security and like, there was just a crush and uh whether or not travis scott like stopped the show i mean i don't know i didn't see i haven't seen any of the clips because i don't want to watch that that sounds terrible um but yeah like moral the point is i guess uh, a whole bunch of people died and that's just like really not good Man, yeah, I don't know. I've seen some um, pretty damning clips that looks like the show going on while you can see from the stage so it looks like ambulance lights coming. <laughs> so it's not a good look. No. And it's really unfortunate because I feel like it's like something that size with what Astroworld was, you feel like somebody, either the performers or the venue itself, or the folks putting on the venue would have like an emergency oh shit plan for something akin to an emergency. Yeah, and, well, and it's like this was put on by um oh who was it? Uh I forget the name, but like pretty much the same thing, like Ticketmaster, like not Ticketmaster, but you know, people similar. Okay. Uh, so one of those scalping yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's not great. And like, uh, there's been some lawsuits served. So. Oh, as there should be. Somebody should be losing a fuck ton of money for this. And maybe I would like to say somebody should get jail time, but I, I knowing how you know human beings in charge of things are protected by LLCs and other wonderful incorporated things they do. I'm sure nobody will actually have any real consequences outside of their pocketbook. Agreed. Like, people should go to prison somehow, some way, maybe. But Not at the very least community service. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Like, I don't know. If, if Travis Scott really didn't stop the concert, like what it looks like he might not have, then I kind of think that man might should get some like a year or two of community service because <laughs> you need to reevaluate your life, buddy. Yeah. I mean, there was some of that. There was some of the speculation on the hip hop, hip hop heads subreddit that, uh, 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 he, he should like, you know, lay low. And they were, they were wondering if he was going to lose, uh, like endorsements or anything and whether or not his like, 
you know, uh, like records should be delayed that are like, you know, coming out. So I guess like we'll, we'll see. I mean, fuck, this was only like what, two days ago. Oh yeah. Like, gosh, I know I saw it when I was at work and I read about it when I was coming home on Friday or when I got home on Friday. I don't know why. <laughs> I saw it when I was coming home with the light, but then I read it when I got there. Uh, let me see, though, real quick about something. Because I'm pretty sure, doesn't he have a bunch of shoes? Oh, yeah, he's got shoes on the sneakers app. Yeah, and they're kind of ugly, so... Yeah, like straight up. I think this dude has ugly ass shoes. So Look, they're not even fun looking. They're just like boring. Ew. And they're expensive as shit, even for Jordans. Like people are gonna pay a grand for this ugly ass shoe. Man, sneaker guys are fucking drunk on power. Oh, man, speaking of drunk on power, uh, let's just talk about all the fucking NFT douchebags. Okay, yeah, because this is another thing that, like, I think I understand these NFT dudes, but then I don't know if I understand these NFT dudes. It's money laundering. That's Okay, that's what, it, well, that's all the art world feels like to me, too. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's just, uh... It's so fucking stupid. Like, uh, like Bitcoin. Yeah, I can understand. Like, it's still awful for the environment. But like, man, fucking NFT bros. Like, y'all are dumb. Like, at least two of them have just like dipped with like one had like a couple million of people's money and just fucking bounced. How did a couple million people, or how did a lot of people give him a couple million dollars for JPEGs? I don't... Fucking crypto coins, like, shit like that. Like, you buy fucking X amount of crypto coin, and it's where it, you know, the value goes up and down and all that, yada, yada, yada. And, like, motherfucker, they've been, like, paying in that shit, and then you just, you just steal it, and then you turn, sell it, and make money. This makes no yeah. fucking sense. I don't even understand how NFT got off the ground because it literally just feels like these guys are finding like old ass JPEGs and saying like I own this. They're literally just like selling the fucking Eiffel Tower to motherfuckers. It's that scam all over again. Like, who thought? It? Where did this even come from? Like I don't scammers. I I I I'm dumbing it down. But people trying to make a quick buck. Like, look at the... Remember the fucking uh, bullshit with, like, you can name a star? In, oh, like, yeah. It's that shit. But that's, like, at least a fun scam. Like... I mean... I thought everybody yeah. except Lamos was in on the joke there. <laughs> True. But that also didn't harm the environment. It's just... They're stars. They're not even real. <laughs> Exactly. They're just the, you know, campfires in the sky. What are what are what are, what are we gonna do with those things? Yeah, fucking nothing. 
Exactly. We're not even getting up there. Your grandchildren aren't getting up there. <laughs> Your grandchildren, grandchildren. Probably yeah, are getting dead up by there. that point. Yeah, no. There's not going to be an Earth at that point. Oh, let's be a bit more hopeful. But yeah, no, NFTs are dumb. That's pretty much the moral of the story. And they're ugly as fuck. God, they're so fucking ugly. It's just so weird, man. Like, crypto was weird enough to me. Like, the idea of, like, people buying and selling crypto, which feels like a fucking scam. And it it just also feels, like, stupid. Just, like, keep your money. Or if you're going to be a fucking weird, like, right-wing guy looking to do something strange to your money, like, I don't know, go get into prepping. At least that makes more sense to me. And, like, you're doing something... I'm not going to say constructive, but you have a real hobby. <laughs> and if you're going to prep, invest in can openers and like, you know, water for purification stuff oh. and, you know, stuff like that. Like the useful stuff. No, like sometimes they'll do that, but they still do all the dumb shit. Like what kills me about preppers and why I can never really get into it is sure. They know a lot of skills and they learn a lot of stuff about like, like survival and living, but they don't focus on doing anything else that's helpful. Like they don't focus on how you, what the stuff you need to rebuild a community, <laughs> which blows my mind. They're not like trying to make, they're all like weird. I'm a lone wolf. Or I only care about me and my family. It's like, that's, that's not how this would work, buddy. If you want to prep for an apocalyptic situation, shouldn't you be ready to like, I don't know, rebuild a little town or, I don't know, work with another human being long enough to not, like, decide that you only want to, like, sleep with his 14-year-old daughter and that's it? No, because doing anything like that is socialism. <laughs> I know, and I guess it want to make you very libertarian to not do that, so. Well, I guess in the pure sense of the word, would it not be communism? Because you're forming a commune. Well, yeah, that's true. See now we're now we're actually debating. I just wanted to make a bad libertarian joke and uh, no, know. trust me. I, I okay, that's on me. I should have acknowledged your joke about libertarians being pedophiles. I mean, it's only kind of a joke. It's I'll stand by this. <laughs> I was telling Cam about the other day that I legitimately think like twenty percent of them are are probably pedophiles. Like, 20% of libertarians, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if that's a legitimate number. Oh, fuck, I'd even go 5% higher, flat out call it a nice even quarter of them. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Man, anytime I hear anyone argue age of consent, I just immediately go, like, oh, cool, you just dog whistled pedophile on me. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I've got you back now, buddy. Yeah. Well, it's like, motherfucker, we're in Oklahoma. The legal age of consent is 16 here. Like, it don't need to be lower. Ew. What the fuck? Yeah, it's gross, dude. It's 16 here? It's 16, yeah. Ew. Yeah, it's really gross. Fuck. God, I don't... Ugh. I can't even get that. Like, what's wrong with these dudes? Like, gosh, a lot. 
I guess, yeah, I get it. But man, little kids are just funny. <laughs> There's nothing. Uh, okay. All right, let's yeah, get let's, out of that. Let's, let's, let's make me big depression. <laughs> we'll save the depression for next next time. <laughs> uh, even though we did just talk about a terrible tragedy, but still. <laughs> Okay, do we have anything else that happened? Um, not really. I mean, the, the transportation bill passed, right? Or the infrastructure bill passed. So that finally happened, right? Uh, Sounds like it did. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's not great, but not at least something happened. <laughs> I guess, frankly, it's better than nothing, but also like. Man, I don't know. I'm torn on politics right now because fuck Joe Manchin, fuck uh, Christian Cinema, like, but also like fuck Joe Biden for like cutting stuff from the bill, because like, yo motherfucker, you promised to cancel student debt. You promised what ten thousand day one? Yeah. Where the fuck is that shit, bro? I mean, it's, it's all right, been still, ten months. Yeah, he still owes you six hundred bucks. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I want my money, Joe Biden. That rat bastard said you were getting six hundred more dollars, and he's just eating that cheese don't at bring, home. Don't bring Pete Buttigieg into this. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to bring that spook into anything. God, fuck that guy. <laughs> Luckily, he's at home, and we don't have to see him right now. <laughs> That's true. That's true. If he would just stay home with a baby indefinitely, I'd be pretty happy about that. Yeah, let's just get a new fucking... He's transportation. He's transportation. And he's the secretary of transportation. He's from a town that is smaller than Norman. And it makes me so mad. It's smaller than Norman. I really feel like the, the secretary of transportation should have... Like, legally had to have been somebody from, like, Chicago or New York or Boston or someplace that has a fucking subsystem that, like, or train system that works <laughs> and that you have to give a shit about, not, you know, South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, like, God, fuck Notre Dame, too. Oh, yeah, straight up. Like, uh, what have they done for us besides give us that crazy woman on the... The fucking Supreme Court. Who's in like she's in a sect of Catholicism that seems really culty and creepy. Like I forget what it's called, but it's like a weird subsect of Catholicism that goes from being normal and like, eh, I can deal with you guys to wow we wow wow. You feel just as crazy as some of the Protestant churches I've been to. Congratulations. Yeah, fucking Protestant churches are weird. But oh. yeah, no, nah. shit, shit's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fucking by. Oh man, did you see that news article where um oh Camilla um oh yeah uh, has been complaining farting. Biden just kept farting in front of her. It's actually the best thing I've ever heard about Joe Biden. It makes me like him a little more. Like, 
when I think of all the negatives of Joe Biden, I think, but you farted in front of a royal. I, I can respect that a little bit, buddy. <laughs> I mean, if anything, that is like the utmost American thing and our disdain for the British monarchy. Like, we literally had a fucking war over this. And this motherfucker, what, 250-odd years later, is fart in front of this motherfucker? Yeah. Like, just Hell bust yeah. gas in front of a future queen. <laughs> it's beautiful. Ah, oh, we stand a flatulent king. Just... But seriously, I really don't understand why he's over there right now with all these bills and how I feel like the president should be running around shoring up support within his party for passing his bills and not neutering them so much <laughs> agreed no i fully agree but whatevs i guess you do you joey um in other things have you seen also this weird bullshit that's going on right now where conservatives are complaining that big bird is is a communist because he's getting a shot on sesame street yeah <sighs> Facebook's so like I didn't even think this would be something ever this crazy and childish I'd have to talk about as a human being to another human being. But yeah, they're throwing fits on Twitter and Facebook as per usual, calling Big Bird a communist because they're gonna have. I wish. <laughs> I wish Big Bird was a communist. Like, dude, Snuffy would be a good fucking right hand man. Like. <laughs> Big Bird could send, like, Oscar the Grouch to the fucking gulag? Like, uh, what are you talking about? No, no. Oscar the Grouch runs your intelligence agency. Have you seen the episodes where other Grouch people come up and help Oscar do stuff? They're super efficient. There's tons of them. There's garbage cans all over New York City. And those boys, they have a system. They have a network. They are ready to go. <laughs> I am uh, uh, obviously, like, vastly unfamiliar with the grouch lore as you are sir i uh i, I get my hat. when i get drunk and high <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's watching weird clips from sesame street don't judge me <laughs> elmo's going to the gulag maybe elmo yeah he's a bit of a he feels like a bit of a bootlicker but you know <laughs> and hopefully, uh, you know, Cookie Monster, <laughs> Cookie Monster has to go too, because blue lives don't matter. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate for him. You say, hopefully, Ernie yeah, can keep I mean, Bert. Sleeping, but... Yeah, no. Well, also, I don't know. I don't know, because Cookie Monster, like C, is for Cookie, but C is also for communism. Fuck. Okay. Cookie Monster is in charge of provisions and food. I mean, that's true. He does understand that he can't just eat cookies anymore. That's part of the lore now of Cookie Monster. Good. Good. Cookies are sometimes food. They're just his favorite food. <laughs> I think actually yeah. what Cookie Monster really is, is he's like everyone who's gotten 30 
or so, and there's a drug that you really, really like, or an alcohol that you really, really like, but you know you can't partake in it. It's there. You know what it is, and you know how to get it. But you are adult enough to be like, I'm going to put this away. I'll have it sometimes. It's my favorite thing. It's okay to have a bump of cocaine once in a blue moon, but I can't go coke crazy. The cookie monster knows that. He can't go cookie crazy. He got to put it away with his coke or mushrooms or whatever he loves. And just every once in a bloom, be like, I'm going to Cookie City tonight, baby. It's going to be a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Going to get a few crumbs and do some fucking baking if I tell you what. It's going to be a great night. You're going to do some shit. Oh, man, but I, I can't believe that conservatives are really throwing that big of a uh, fit. That's so derailed. But, yeah, no. Uh, no, they're just, they're, I don't want to say they're dumb, because they're not. They're they're misinformed, and the people who are spreading this are not acting in good faith, and it's a fucking kid show. Like, these are the same motherfuckers that get mad about, you know, that sweet, sweet, good old critical race theory, but can't like tell you what it is. Like, oh, yeah. like repeating stuff. Or they don't understand that it's, it's only something that's taught basically in universities for a reason because it yeah. can beat the shit out of shit little kids. Bro, I'm literally learning critical race theory in my political theory class. That shit and is not going to get taught in fucking fifth grade. No, it would confuse the fifth grader too much. It confuses me. <laughs> like, man. Like, like, dude, political theory is really complicated. Yeah. No, gosh, it is. Like, gosh, you you passed off on me a biopolitics textbook that is complicated as shit. It's a good read, but, man, it is... Um, I've flipped through it so far. I haven't really hit it hard, but man, it was some confusing choice pages. <laughs> well, after you get off, after we get off this call, I want I want to hear about that shit. Okay. Yeah. Man, it's going to be something. That's going to be an adventure for me. Yeah, no, it's uh it's interesting. Now that I'm um Doing more political theory uh, and have more of it under my belt. I definitely want to go give that book another crack uh, because, like, that was my first foray into political theory, and that shit is really hard. But yeah, no, I want to. I recommend the Necropolitics chapter, but Ashil Mbappe, uh, kind of anti-Semitic uh, in his past, so it's a bit problematic. Man, that's that's what like sucks. About when was was it written before the sixties? I'm not 100 percent sure. Well, see, man, you we both know like that's what sucks about reading anything like in the historical and philosophical realm is that anytime you hit anything like pre 1980s, you're starting to play like a minefield of like, okay, where's this going to get shitty? What are they going to say? Where's the bad thing? <laughs> are they exactly. are they going to are they going to make the bad thing? Is it going to be Jews, blacks, homosexuals, Catholics, women? Yeah. No, Um. speaking of back to theory, I, I highly recommend you read some Judith Butler. 
because uh, they are fantastic. Highly sure. recommend Judith Butler. Uh, they had a piece in the Guardian, pretty much saying that turfs are fascists, and uh, we stand a non-binary royalty person. Uh, fuck yeah, Judith Butler. Wait, are they a royalty person? No, I'm just. I can't. Okay. I don't want to use king or queen because that's gendered. Oh, uh, they are non-binary. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. I, 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 well, you know, you said something about. It sounded like them being English, so I was like, oh, shit, maybe they are royal. (laughs) So, that is on the list now. Uh, We'll go to the other list, though, now, because we're going to discuss something that's just an interesting, fun thing from a while back. That was a news article that popped out in June. And I like this idea because it's essentially co-ops for parts of rural America, which um, obviously as people who are not quite exactly pro-capitalist, but this is good because another thing people often, I think, misconstrue when they think of you being anti-capitalist is that you also are anti-markets, and that would be stupid. Why would you be anti-market? Like, in what insane world, in my mind, would you want to completely write off the idea of marketplaces <laughs> and the idea of trade? Because what, are you going to do everything? Are you going to be a self-sufficient crazy person in the woods? No, you are not Ted Kaczynski. And individualism is bad. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's an extent and a time and a place of individualism and like, come on people. But so in the, in the concept of, you know, preserving societies, Co-ops are pretty fun. And I have this fun article here that is discussing ranchers who are tired of being shafted by um, the American meat market. So there's something only like, oh, I don't think this article has it, but I know there's only something like five to ten meat companies that you deal with in America, essentially, that are like the that big is, meat companies. That is terrible. Yeah, no, it really is. And so all these ranchers who, you know, you have thousands or hundreds of head of cattle and you seldom have to deal with one of these assholes who operates in your area. And so at least these ranchers in Nebraska are getting tired of getting rock bottom prices for their cows. And then seeing that the meat prices are then getting higher and higher in stores. So, you know, I'm getting paid less money for each cow I sell you, but yet you're selling it for more money on your end. So what's happening here? I'm not getting paid more. Why is it going up? (laughs) Exactly. It's the fucking. It's so bad. Well, it's like, so in the seventies, a consolidation of meat company. Ah, uh, I found it in the article. So the 70s, when I was just about to bring up, is what they're citing too, is the con- a consolidation brought it down to four companies control 80% of the nation's cattle market. <laughs> yeah, it's what? Cargill, JBS, Tyson, and the National Beef Packing Company? Man, 
I don't know, but I bet you that's it because I knew three of those. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what it says in the article. And okay, damn. Oh, apparently, uh, JBS got cyber hacked and uh, had to pay out eleven million in ransom. Well, fuck them. Couldn't have happened to some more awful guys. Yeah, I mean, and like. Look at Tyson with their issues early in the pandemic with their workers getting sick and, like, dying. I know. Well, Tyson is, like, one of the worst ones, too, because that's why people, we have so many salmonella outbreaks in this country. Is like, Tyson doesn't run that, that clean of a ship for a company that's selling all this chicken. And, you know, American chicken can't be sold in certain countries because a lot of times they will bleach the chicken at the end of the process. So they'll bleach the chicken and they'll wash the chicken again to try to kill anything that's on it before they ship it out. Huh. Yeah. It's not, that's not great. No, it's not, I don't think, you know, a good idea of putting this thing that you could literally die by ingesting too much of on our food that you're going to ingest. I mean, that's a controversial stance. I mean, it is a bit controversial stance, but... I'm willing to make it. But so like what some of these guys are starting to do, though, is discussing is the idea of, well, if they're not going to get like fair treatment from these plants and these companies, why don't they just replace these slaughterhouses and deal with themselves on in some marketplaces? Which, why the fuck not? Yeah, why the fuck not? I think they're looking to do it in, yeah, Council Bluffs, Iowa. And so they're, it looks like they're looking to buy an old, small, bombed-out plant and retrofit it and set it up to be a modern and attractive workplace for meatpacking. Which is great. And that sounds like a wonderful way to employ, you know, people doing an honest, like, job that has to get done. <laughs> no, I agree. I do like this choice quote uh, later in the article. Uh, and they're talking about how, like, uh, the bigger plants are kind of pushing out the smaller ones because uh, they're, you know, the bigger plants are just so quote-unquote, extremely efficient. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use this this quote here. Uh, it is unfair to blame the big companies and consolidation for the industry's problems, said Tyson Fresh Meats Group President Shane Miller. Man. It is unfair to blame the big companies and consolidation. That's... Yeah. Um, no, I think it's perfectly fair, actually. Yeah. That's a great rich man's quote. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> it has to be. There's no way that I caused the problem. <laughs> God. That guy's going to the gulag. Oh, yeah, that guy needs, he needs to go, you know, to a nice gulag in Alaska and, I don't know, go raise bears for zoos or something. Oh, bears for the circuses. 
Well, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's more inhumane, a circus or a zoo. I don't know what's worse to send a bear to. <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, no. Uh, good for them for trying to start their own co-ops. Like, more power to you, brothers and sisters, because oh, be good. And even fuck if these giant companies. Exactly. Even like, it's these kind of things where even though I know like a lot of these people are conservatives, like all these branches and whatnot, I still like seeing them do this because they're doing a lot of the work and they're getting halfway there. <laughs> And they're probably a lot better to deal with conservatives than like suburban suburban moms. Or oh, I agree. I mean, at least like I feel like sooner or later the light bulb will go off for them. Yeah, I mean, they're probably never going to be comfortable around like you know their black son-in-law, but at least they. <laughs> They'll understand that once you seize the means of production, you're halfway there. <laughs> you can only hope and they don't take a Stalinist approach after five years. <laughs> That's true. We're joking about the gulag. Don't actually like do it. Oh yeah. No, gosh, I've always like been blown away by like the whole gulag system and like I'm one I'm blown away about it but by it but two I'm also like flabbergasted that so many Americans don't look at the gulag system and go like wait don't don't we just do that here too with <laughs> I mean yeah now that you put it that way yeah yeah like I've always thought we just do that here we just send people instead of being for like political descendant well we send political people to prison too um you got there's that guy yeah. uh, who that anarchist Florida who got sent for fucking with conservatives at a rally. Like he literally was doing something that was not illegal sounding at all. And he is spending 10 years in jail. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And you know, he's going to do something there. Like, I don't know, make uniforms for McDonald's or Applebee's <laughs> or menus for crackle barrel. That kind of shit happens in prisons all the time or your license plates, everyone's license plate. Or in lots of states, your license plates are made by prisoners at, you know, low cost. Because I forget what they can get paid an hour, but it's something stupid. They're allowed to get paid way under minimum wage, which is crazy. Yeah. It's almost like our prison system is, like, not built to rehabilitate and, like, let people, you know, contribute, become contributing members of society afterwards. Um, yeah, man, it's almost like there's a system or like a pipeline, if you will, that just <laughs> continuously runs. Oh, uh, yeah, huh. so, you know, it makes perfect sense. It's a pipeline from, you know, childhood to back to the plantations, everybody. Yeah, and it's literally curious. Yeah. Curious. I really, I don't understand our prison system, why we have it, and why it's so big, and how we, how everyone just doesn't see, like, isn't this a big waste of money? <laughs> I know. So, yeah, I know uh, we said this was a more lighthearted episode. It was a bit dark and depressing, 
But I mean, that's just us. That's just how we do things, apparently. Uh, but yeah, uh, I have been Dimitri. Uh, you can find me at, at NotBravoDelta on Twitter. You can find the show at, at YoWhatTheHellPD. Uh, you can email us, uh, email us at YoWhatTheHellPod at gmail.com. Uh, if you could rate and review, tell your friends, uh, recommend us. We, we're trying to, you know, grow our audience. And uh, yeah, we're doing this for free. We're not going to plan on putting any ads out. So we're not going to like sell your data or anything like that so uh you know tell your friends that we're just trying to spread the good word yeah uh, but yeah and i've been joined as always by my co-host i've been jim and you can find me at whiskey the devil at twitter um and hey like we just said if please rate uh subscribe us and also importantly if you have any weird topic that you want to hear or hear about or anything that you feel like is interesting enough to come and talk on um hit us up there's a very good chance that we'll say yeah we'll talk to you about that that sounds interesting enough i'm willing to listen to basically any story yeah no exactly uh and as always i want to give a shout out to singe wavering for doing our logo uh good people good people and as always our producer in spirit mr toasty producer uh, it was good, good seeing him the other day. That's for sure. Oh yeah, it's been really sad that he's been here for a while, so much recently. But it's been a lot of fun seeing him. If that makes exactly. any sense. No, it does. Let, timing could timing could have been better, but yeah, could have been for better reasons. Exactly. Oh seven one. And as always, we have been broadcasting. From Norman, Oklahoma, which is unceded Kickapoo, Osage, Kiowa, Wichita, and Quapaw lands. Fuck yeah. Native land. We're all on it. And uh, Native people are still here. And they fucking matter. Uh, fellow white people, stop appropriating their culture. You Happy fucking nice. douchebags. <laughs> See, you just call people douchebags, and I just want them to be nice. <laughs> I mean, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, folks, this was uh, this this was us, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in uh, two weeks. Yep. Bye, Au revoir. Adios.